we'd like to welcome you to another emergency health alert and uh, current event study update for April 20th, 2020. Just starting out with some Bible verses just to kind of set the tone before we get into the information. Uh, regarding the end times, Jesus warned in Matthew 24, 24. You've heard me say this verse a lot of times, but it's good to always remember because it's really the time we're moving into and are in. There shall arise false Christ and false prophets. And we haven't really even seen that yet. We, we're seeing a lot of the the economic things, the, the flat-out pandemic stuff, the wars and rumors of wars, the earthquakes, the physical changes. But can you imagine if you start combining that with false Christ and false prophets? Because people are, are, are becoming more desperate by the day. You know, people aren't able to work. They're not able to pay their bills anymore. They're, there's going to be food shortages coming and famines. And there's all these other natural disasters going on in the world. And I really believe when people are at maximum desperation, that's when you're really going to start seeing these false Christs and false prophets really come to the surface. And show, show great signs and wonders, which is how the Antichrist and false prophet will deceive the whole world according to what Revelation clearly lays out. They're going to deceive the whole world through their lying signs, wonders, and miracles, and that type of stuff. And in so much, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. So you want to make sure, the Bible says, take heed that no man deceive you. Take, um, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to, because that's pride and you know, you would think, well, that's not possible for me. Well, yeah, if it were possible, it's anything's possible, you know. So if it were possible, they should deceive their very elect. And I think the thing that will prevent that as a born-again Christian is humility and fear of God. Because if you're humble before God and you're relying on God and you're one of his sheep, you're going to hear his voice and know his voice. But if you get all swelled up full of pride, then there's a there's a high likelihood you're not going to hear his voice anymore and you may be one of the very elect that are deceived it's, it's potential because it says it is right here so just some things we need to so fear of god and humility which are integrally connected really uh, mark 13 22 for, for false christ and false prophets shall rise and shall show signs and wonders to dis, to seduce if it were possible even the elect so that's another confirmation there First Chronicles 12.32 says, And the children of Ishakar, which were men that had understanding of the times, which is what we, it's an example for us. They were commended for that, okay? To know what Israel ought to do. And that's why this ministry has existed, because I'm trying to give you understanding of the times so that you know what you ought to do. Now, granted, you need to do it through the biblical filter and lens of the Bible and the word of God and staying close to God. But I'm trying to set the parameters so you know what the times are. Because a lot of Christians, I think, um, they're, they're good-hearted and in, in they, in they want to do the right thing, but they're, they're being deceived because Satan's got an advantage of them because they're ignorant of his devices, which the Bible warns against. So, again, if most 501c3 churches, you're just not going to get a lot of the... Uh, the proper instruction you need regarding the end times most of the time. Second Corinthians 4, 3 through 6 says, but if our gospel, and this is just kind of just another set of Bible verses, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. Now, the reason I kind of put this, these verses in here is because it kind of goes along 
with if it were possible they shall deceive the very elect these false prophets and these false christ well they're going to represent they're like satan's henchmen okay and for the most part the god of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not okay but he's also got an advantage on a lot of the people that call themselves christians as well as far as i can see and um it, then it goes on to say lest the light of the glorious gospel of christ who is the image of god should shine upon them so that's the norm what the norm is is the god of this world which is satan hath blinded the minds of them which believe not so when you look around and you can't believe how people can't see things so clearly well that's this is why this bible verse explains it all okay um you have family members and pe people that just never get it no matter what you show them no matter what you tell them no matter what you do well here's the one verse this is all the only verse you need to know why that's the case because he's blinded the minds of them which believe not but it's not just in that one area it's not just in the area of jesus it's in the area of tons of other stuff too oh well you're a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theory oh well it's all the bible all predicted all this stuff essentially well they're believing whatever cnn and the talking heads and whatever else whoever's telling them to believe and and therefore they're blinded on a lot of different levels not just the light of the glorious gospel of jesus christ it's a lot of other stuff uh then it goes on to say for we preach not ourselves but jesus christ the lord and ourselves your serve your servants for jesus sake for god who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of god in the face of jesus christ so just some kind of bible verses to set the tone a little bit for today uh we're getting into some stuff today that um I wish I could say that things were moving in a more positive direction regarding this whole COVID-19 thing, but um, it's uh, it's truly getting, <laughs> the masks are slowly starting to come off, especially, I really believe, regarding Trump. And a lot of people that are in alternative media now who were very, very pro-Trump and were giving Trump all this grace and all of this leniency about, oh, well, he doesn't know. I've, I've been screaming about this now since last January. Not, the, I'm talking the January before this January. Um, very few in alternative media have wanted to listen. But now, for those with eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive, it's becoming too obvious for them to ignore anymore. They're they're having to come out and and get off the Trump train. Okay, so. The first video is Deception, Sentinel Surveillance, Contact Tracing, and the New Normal. Never Opening America Again plan hides one fact that just changed, changed our lives forever. If you missed the presidential press conference yesterday, you missed an event that has changed our lives forever. Now, this is coming straight from the presidential press conference. Okay, uh, We're going to play it. We, as Americans, have been introduced to terms such as sentinel surveillance, contact tracing, and the new normal. However, even as Orwellian, Orwellian horrific as that is, there was one modification that truly changed our lives forever. It has extended far beyond COVID-19. Now, I'm not saying, as we listen to this, if there's not enough pushback, if there's not enough prayer um, and fasting and that type of stuff, that this couldn't change for a time. Because remember, they're always probing the New World Order is always probing to see what they can get away with. How far can they push us? Are we going to put up with it? So, 
I'm not just throwing up my hands and giving up and saying, oh, we're done, it's over. Or, and I'm never gonna do that, ever. I don't care how dark it gets, it's never happening. Because even if they kill me, absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And that's the same for every one of you all, every other one of my listeners that are born again, saved through the Lord Jesus Christ. So, you know, either way, you know, it's going to work out. It's going to work out. Um, so let's go ahead and play this video here. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and play this video here. And this is Trump at a uh, at a press. And now, and I will say this, the presidential seal is back on the thing. So that whole thing about they were saying, well, the presidential seal's off. He's not the president anymore. Um, listen, maybe that was them signaling that, you know, power shift is officially changed. He has ceded all control to FEMA. We're going to play a video on that later as well. Um, you know, I think he's been a figurehead all along anyway. He was he was an actor, essentially a paid actor. He got all of his practice in on The Apprentice Show and then WWE wrestling with Vince McMahon. And I'm not making this stuff up. He really did. Uh, he's been He was groomed for this part to play for a long, long time. And really what the groom, that he was being groomed to be the, um, the figurehead for the greatest bankruptcy the world's ever seen, which is when the corporation of United States Inc. goes down the tubes. Now that's, that's coming from the New World Order. They've said that. There's been many that have quoted something similar to that. Um, he's playing his part. And this is the, uh, this, I believe this press conference just happened this week. Yeah, this was like a few days ago. Our nation is engaged in a historic battle against the invisible enemy. To win this fight, we have undertaken the greatest national mobilization since World War II. And that's exactly what it's been. We've marshaled every instrument of American power, and we've unleashed our most potent weapon of all, the courage of the American people. Welcome back to Restricted Republic. If that wasn't really the most potent weapon that was unleashed, we'd be in much better shape than we are today. You see, yesterday changed everything for America, and some of it was set in black and white. Some of it was hidden in details. Details we're going to discuss in great length here. We're going to use video. We're going to use the words of the um, so-called plan to highlight to you three specific elements. You see, we were introduced to three new terms yesterday and one huge lie. I'm keeping myself in check so that we can deliver this message as clean and as efficient as possible, you're going to see many transitions in this deception of not an opening up of America again plan in any stretch of the imagination, a never opening up America again plan. Before we transition in, I'm going to ask you once again, if you haven't had an opportunity to join us over at Restricted Republic. I certainly hope you will. I My concerns and why we created Restricted Republic is daily. The suppression is changing. 
more of your favorite personalities have been banned from Twitter or from YouTube or from Facebook over the last 24 hours. And, and that will continue as the message doesn't line up with either what the advertisers want to hear or the government wants to hear or the tech titans want to hear. That we all have to be very cautious of. So if you haven't been over there, please take the first month on us. Check it out. Um, I don't only ask you to believe what I say, but see it for yourself. And that's the most important part. Free for you. But now we got to get back to this broadcast. There's elements of what was said, and I want you to hear the first, uh, let's call it, disclosures of what's occurring. Now, again, be patient while I transition back and forth through some of this. I want to make sure you get this in full screen uh, so there will be some pauses between to make sure I got the volume to where it's acceptable to you. Let's move on to these first set of words. And South Korea has done a good job, but we've done more. We will continue to work with governors to advise them on how to conduct both surveillance and diagnostic testing. I said that this would be better done if there were comprehensive surveillance testing, which we're obviously not in the in position to do. I wonder if maybe Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci sure, would tell us. New and what's really critical is this constant sentinel surveillance for asymptomatic. Um, and this is this Dr. Deborah Burks. White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator, and these are the talking heads of the coronavirus satanic, you know, people that he has as figureheads. Individuals in communities. Third bullet is about setting up sentinel surveillance sites to be able to distinguish and find asymptomatic individuals. Individuals that you've heard about that may... Okay, we're going to stop it there. Welcome to your first term, sentinel surveillance sites. Now that is, if you just looked at the first three or four pages of this presentation, really none of the phases made difference because to get to any of the phases, you have to get through what they're calling the gatekeeping. The new gatekeeping of America is terrifying because what they did, just so you know, was on the second page, which we're going to get it to the very end. One of the most critical components of this argument was on the second page, but they don't want you to look at that. No, they skipped over to core state preparedness and responsibilities, testing and contact tracing. Your first word, though, is in the third bullet point, as she pointed out, and I'm going to just zoom this up for you so everybody can see it. Ensuring sentinel surveillance sites are screening for asymptomatic cases and contacts for COVID. COVID. But you see, they removed that word from most of the presentation. This has grown to a much bigger footprint. Listen in here for one moment. That may be either pre-symptomatic or asymptomatic throughout their entire disease course. We want to be able to find them in communities of particular vulnerability. So we'll be doing sentinel surveillance throughout nursing homes, throughout inner city federal clinics, throughout indigenous populations to really be able to... Something else just changed there, didn't it? They have very specific guidance on what communities they're targeting. Retirement homes, native populations, and it turns out, inner city. Now, if that's not concerning, it, it, maybe I, I got to continue to raise the level, the threat level per se. They put it right here, operates at locations that serve older individuals, lower income Americans, racial minorities, and Native Americans. Our government's gone crazy 
they're putting things now that nobody, this is so far worse than what any on the mainstream media will report. So we're going to continue to move through this uh, proposed phased approach, realizing that the phases mean nothing because of the initial onslaught that they're putting everyone through. Of course, they had some generic guidelines here of how to continue to practice good hygiene, which every American can do, and this can all be mitigated because you're going to find out that, you see, Burks dropped a very key word from her initial discussion points. She combined COVID-19 and influenza, and that's what we're getting to on the very large disclosure of this broadcast. Wash your hands, avoid touching your face, the same guidance we've heard, and for employers out there, you're going to need to make sure that you're social distancing and have protective equipment, that you're temperature checking your employees, that you're testing and isolating, and again, contact tracing, one of those other favorite words they've been using in great abundance right now. The disease. One you need for contact tracing, the other you want to need for finding out what's in society. We're going to have both of those much, much better as we go in the next weeks and months, and by the time we get into the fall, I think we're going to be in pretty good shape. Oh, yeah. George Orwellian type of 1984 Brave New World shape. Find early alerts of asymptomatic individuals in the community, and both for the syndromic cases that are tested, the flu influenza-like cases, and the asymptomatic cases doing contact tracing again with... Okay, I took a long pause there because she just disclosed to you that it's not only COVID. It's not only COVID. It's influenza that all this guidance is surrounding. All of this guidance. All so now the, the, the instrument that they're using to take away and strip all of our liberties and rights, which we're in the middle of now, which is getting worse. Now they're going to include the flu influenza or let's just say the common cold anything that even resembles anything like COVID-19 if you test for any of those now that's going to be used as an instrument to just strip all of your liberties and rights away this is where we're heading that's why I'm playing this first because that's where this is all moving toward right now I mean we're talking total insanity if it if we get to that point and, and, it, and it appears as that's the direction we're absolutely removing of these phases influenza has now been folded into the mix right yeah so what are they going to unlock you exactly because if you looked at her specific guidance i mean the coronavirus if you just look if you look that up on the on it's the common cold it's what the coronavirus now COVID-19 is a bioengineered version of that with SARS and HIV inserts okay it's not and, and a lot of people uh that are kind of and, and, and educated on the subject they'll be they'll say oh no it's just the corona it's just the comet no it's not it's it is a bioengineered weapon and yes it's made much worse by other mitigating factors like 5g and and certain types of demographics and age and if you're being chemtrailed and if you're being bathed in wi-fi and a lot of other things if you have higher preponderance of ace2 genes things like that yes it's made a lot worse and yes it has a much higher kill rate no doubt but now they're just rolling everything into one and they'll just call it all COVID 19 i guess and, and and use that as the instrument to just strip us of everything 
this is where this is moving unless there's massive pushback prayer and fasting against this avoiding phase one avoiding everything else you have to have certain downturns in your percentages for any of these phases to happen we're about to get there i'll run you through the phases very quickly because we want to make sure we're informing you of everything so phase one very quickly and i'm just going to zoom in as we run through these are all vulnerable individuals should continue to shelter in place uh, we should keep social settings of more than 10 people should not happen basically you can go ahead and open your restaurants but adhere to strict strict guidelines of social distancing however no bars can open you should still telework you should to return to work in phases close all common areas now remember this is phase one this is long-term guidance based on what she's now bundled into being the flu minimize non-essential travel strongly consider special accommodations for personnel who are in vulnerable populations those vulnerable populations again should adhere to even stricter protocols being senior living facilities uh, schools that are currently closed should remain closed elective surgeries can start again on an outpatient basis gyms can open if they adhere to strict physical distancing and sanitation protocols good luck with that and bars should remain closed phase two for states and regions with no evidence and by the way this is all up to the guidance of the governors which should terrify many of you who are living in states where your governor has become the tyrant king or queen of their respective states because they have shown that they will take this guidance and never allow it and remember now this is based on the flu we're going to continue phase two all vulnerable individuals should continue to shelter in place social settings of more than 50 people where appropriate distancing may not be practical should be avoided so now they've raised it to 50. non-essential travel can resume close all common areas well if you're well, groups of 50 or more why are you closing common areas nobody probably understands that because there is no logic behind that strongly consider special accommodations for personnel who are vulnerable large venues sitting down dining movie theaters sports venue places of worship can operate under moderate physical distancing protocol protocols which by the way they haven't released what that means yet bars may operate this is hilarious with diminished standing room occupancy so all the restaurants all the bars that we had discussed prior can no longer operate under profitable models even up to phase two they are still under limited capacity due to physical distancing this is unenforceable by the way just so anybody knows this that it's going to be left up to the local tyrants to decide if they like you or not if they like your restaurant or not if they like your bar or not and if they choose that they feel inside that maybe you're endangering them although they're not there they can decide to go ahead and send in who the cdc fema they're working with local and state governments now you're in a police state this is a police state three deceptions we're not even to the biggest one so we'll go to phase three now maybe i can even zoom it in a little bit better this is where allegedly things start to lower down a little bit resume unrestricted staffing of work sites so you're now your restrictions are pulled large venues can go ahead and 
operate under limited physical distancing protocols. Again, not released. Gyms can remain open if they adhere to standard sanitation protocols. And bars may operate with increased standing room occupancy where applicable, where applicable, when it applies. The, the lunacy of this plan alone and the deception of this plan allows so much room. I mean, even in phase three, if, if you think about it, like, think about this sit down dining large venues sit down dining movie theaters sporting venues can operate under limited physical distancing well what does that mean that that means that you've got to be a certain amount of feet away from the next person so for instance you have a college football game and i guess you have to have two seats between you i would say that's limited arms arms length okay well so restaurants you could have, I don't know what, a third of the tables that you would normally have in order to have limited physical distance. I mean, nobody's going to be able to operate their businesses under this type of, of system. You will, they will all be going bankrupt because, I mean, it's hard enough to make a living now the way it is without having to put all these restrictions and parameters on businesses. But now they're saying, even in phase three, which is as good as it gets... The new normal is phase three. Um, as far as I know, there is no phase four. Dave Hodges gets into that in the next video. There is no phase four, meaning it's never, ever, ever going back to the way it was before. We just don't worry about any of this garbage. You don't worry about it. It's just not. That's if they get their way, this is as good as it will get, which is phase three. As far as I can see, unless there's enough pushback, prayer, fasting, and the hand of God intervenes, this is as good as it gets. Gyms can remain open if they adhere to standard sanitation protocols. That probably means uh, a whole bunch of people in the gym going down and wiping off equipment after you've used a machine. That That's going to really help their profit model. They're going to have to hire, you know, depending on how busy the gym is, you know, two to three times the people operate a gym uh bars how, how are you going to do that standing room occupant i mean how are you going to maintain social distancing hey henry how you doing down there yeah yeah hey hey let's dance let's da you you just make sure you're six feet away from me now i'm not saying bars are biblical okay they're not i'm not saying they are i'm just saying i'm trying to point out the lunacy here of what we're and and the fact that we're letting these these satanic luciferian pedivores that like to eat children and rape them dictate to us about what we can and cannot do because they stink and care so much they're all luciferians at this level they're pure evil and we're letting them decide all this for us like we're children for interpretation that it is inviting abuse of the guidelines to begin with not even talking about the biggest abuse outlined in the very beginning. So who are vulnerable individuals? As we've been discussing, they have known who the vulnerable individuals are the entire time, but they've lied to you about that. Until now, they put it on plain. Elderly individuals, individuals with serious underlying health conditions, including high blood pressure, chronic lung disease, diabetes, obesity, asthma, and those whose immune system is compromised, such as by chemotherapy for cancer and other conditions requiring such therapy. That brings you to the end of the document, but not the end of the story by 
any stretch of the imagination. There's an, also a phase four, which is after a vaccine is developed oh. and available to everybody. So, yeah. question on yeah, the phase. Yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot about that one. That was the best part, phase four. Because that's the only that's the only way they would ever relent to let you go back to the way it was before is line up, get your satanic microchipped vaccine that changes your RNA and your DNA forever with only God knows what else in it with a microchip and a biometric digital tattoo that they can scan and make sure you've been a good little Nazi and taken your Bill Gates vaccine. That's the only way we're getting to phase four. So sorry, I left that one out. And he's asking Fauci this question. Three being the new normal. I, I Are we term. during that phase going to be able to see things like packed arenas for sporting events, large crowds, concerts? The, the answer is it is conceivable that we will be able to do that. I think there will always have to be a tension. If everybody's a good Nazi, it's conceivable. It's conceivable. If you're a good little Nazi and you line up and you take your vaccine and do exactly as you're told and whatever other vaccines, because that's just the start of it, guaranteed, okay? Yes, yes. We, as your Luciferian reptilian overlords, will let you gather in large sporting venues or church, because a lot of this is targeted at church. And I understand most of our 501c3 yoked up with the government, all of that, but it's the, the point is, is them taking on this, this mantle where we are your overlords. We tell you what to do. We tell you where you can go. We tell you how many can gather. We tell you how far away you can be from one another. We tell you what to wear on your face. And listen, I'm like I said, I'm not opposed to taking precautions regard i was one of the ones talking about at the beginning but look at what it's morphed into now and this is where we're heading unfortunately to making sure that we don't do all that packing in together i think we'll be able to have sports events in that phase where you actually have participants there oh. i'm not sure you're going to be able to do that uniformly and evenly temporally with everyone but wow. when people get to that phase Okay, I'm just going to cut it. No, it's got to be, even if you're vaccinated, there's got to be at least like two seats to each side of you. It's going to be hard to high five your buddy. You know, he's two seats away or whatever. But, you know, and you'll, you know, you'll pay like what they got to make the ticket prices. So uh, with all those empty seats, what do they have to do? Like quadruple, quintuple the ticket prices in order to, you know, pay their bills. And I'm not, I'm not even saying that the, the bread in the circuses and all the sports stuff is, I, I'm, I'm not saying that that's, it's just the point of what they're, they're, they're saying they're going to do here. The insanity level of this and this little devil worm Fauci who absolutely loves Hillary Clinton, wrote love letters to her. Those, those basically came out how much he admires her. Totally in the back pocket of, of medical. This is the medical pharma cartel, the satanic mouth mouthpiece they've put in place that is calling the shots. Trump is not calling the shots at all. Okay. And I do believe FEMA has taken over at this point. And we're going to play another video on that. He's more of a figurehead now than he's ever been. 
And the medical pharma cartel now is going to be the ones calling the shots and telling us what to do according to what they're telling us right now, unless there's massive pushback, prayer, fasting, and the hand of God moving. That's the only way I see it changing because that's where we're moving here. And it's coming straight from Washington, D.C. This is straight from the, the White House here, press conference. Again, that is what's called unenforceable, inconsistent, and unachievable. So you may have fans, but you may not have fans. <laughs> but yet there's, when asked about a stage four, which in my opinion would be no stages, no restrictions, and actual normalcy, he diverts. Yeah. Like he always diverts yeah. because he will never... Stage four is not listed. The guy brought up stage four because he noticed it was missing, the, the reporter. And he's he's even the one that said, well, when we get our vaccines for in stage four, he was assuming that. Oh, you're assuming a little too much. We're probably going to stay in stage three, even if you get your vaccines, even if you're a good little Nazi. So don't, don't, don't assume too much there, Junior. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes, buddy. Stage three is as far as we're getting, according to Fauci, is what it sounded like to me. I don't know. I mean, you know. A whole answer. Public health, public health experts have said that this would be better done if there were comprehensive surveillance testing, which we're obviously not in the in position to do. I wonder if maybe Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci sure, would tell us whether they feel comfortable. Dr. Fauci and I will do it together. I just wanted to, it's why I wanted to put up the syndromic and the influenza-like illness piece. Okay, the reason I'm replaying this is because she gave the answer there. Influenza-like, influenza-like, not COVID now. Now she's expanded it to all flus. The implications of that are staggering. That means how many times over the past years, every time there is a flu uptick, she's going to rechange her guidance. But she said it if you listen to her at the very beginning and nobody talked about it. Listen in here for just one moment. Next slide, please. This is a very important slide. It talks about the gatekeeping on the gatekeeping criteria to moving into phase one. It's very much related to what you just saw about influenza-like illness. On, on so gatekeeping to even move into phase one is now bound to influenza-like illness reported within a 14-day period. Um, and the United States has been tracking influenza-like illnesses through the centers of the disease control for years. Both the state and public health officials are used to watching this. County health officials are used to watching it. And frankly, every family around the United States knows how to access this on the CDC website in order to get updated. Okay, so what they've done here, this is the biggest disclosure I can give you. They have taken guidance. They have taken this proposed state and regional gatekeeping criteria and taken a pre-existing model and monitoring and sentinel surveillance and contact tracing and all the horrendous things they're talking about and now are basing it on something that your local county state and even individual level flu tracers are very apt at watching they understand the models but now if you're basing all your phases on 
what they are saying, a downward trajectory of influenza-like illnesses and a downward trajectory of COVID-like cases, you have a problem. Because now it's no longer just about COVID. It's now about the flu. Our worlds have changed forever. You couldn't have afforded to miss this. Now, remember, they're already lumping in a lot of people that are dying of things that are probably influenza-related, probably obesity-related, probably old age-related. And maybe they did get COVID-19, and maybe that was the last little thing that pushed them over the edge. I'm not saying this isn't killing people. I've, I've tried to maintain a lot of balance with this stuff. And... um. <clears throat> They're lumping all this stuff together and now they're going to be rolling in anything influenza related. Well, that's going to include all the people in the, in the nursing homes that get the flu shot and die, which happens in mass every single year. And it's well known in the nursing home industry that's happening. They'll just say that was COVID-19. So th what that's doing is inf artificially inflating the numbers. I mean, the, the number one reports right now uh, on Drudge, this isn't getting better, guys. U.S. deaths now reach over 40,000, 40,552. Um, it was like over, like, I thought it was like over 4,000 yesterday. So how much of those are actually really COVID-19 and how much are, I don't know. But when you have these types of parameters where they could just roll everything and then the doctors are being told, well, just if it's this or this, just write it off as COVID-19. They're artificially inflating the numbers to increase panic when it's not even that. I, I think through prayer and fasting, I think that this bioweapon was much more of a dud than they were hoping it to be. I do think it's dangerous, but I think that there has to be a lot of parameters in place for it to be really lethal. And I've got into this in previous broadcasts. So they're not getting the desired effect. So now what they're doing is they're cooking the books. They're fudging the numbers in order to get their desired effect, in order to get on drudge every day and say, 4,500 people die yesterday of COVID-19. <gasps> Everybody's freaking out. How many of those are actually really what's actually killing them? I, I don't know. But they, they're, they're trying to push their agenda and they're doing anything they can do in order to accomplish that. In that press conference yesterday, because if you did... You missed on this right here, the very key to how everything just changed. A downward trajectory of influenza-like illness reported within 14 day period. There's nothing more you needed to get out of that entire press conference. For all of those that were calling for us to be locked down, this changed our lives forever now until some Influ symptoms influenza like illnesses reported within a 14 day period influenza like well that could be common cold it could be the flu it could be i mean you, you there, there's a lot of overlap with this stuff you know yeah there's some differences but i mean they're trying to roll it all into one all the stuff that was you know 
totally just part of our life before now they're trying to make it well no you've got to, you've got to adhere to all these guidelines now and do exactly as big brother's telling you to do and we're going to strip you of all your rights and you better like it and you better you better roll up your sleeve when the time comes for the vaccine because that's the only way you're ever going to get back to normalcy remember what i said i've been saying this in previous broadcasts they're going to try to the, what they're doing is they're trying to inflict the maximum amount of suffering now they're trying to squeeze us and squeeze us until we submit which is what satan would always if you think about it, it's what satan would always try to do in order for him to implement his agenda on planet earth this is all part of that process he comes in and shreds apart this and it's being supported it's being supported through multiple means facebook to warn users who liked coronavirus hoaxes they're going now, to tell anybody if you I, like something that facebook says is a hoax now they're going to warn you they're going to warn you but buddy you better you better just you know you better back off because zuckerberg is there and jack dorsey at twitter and all these other luciferian satanist pedivores that love to eat children and drink their blood and that's what they do for their hobby and that's what their religion is literally their religion is they're the morality police now they've always been in, in their own minds because they know what's best for humanity and obviously you know they're there to police us because that's what we need according to them anything they disagree against the covid nomenclature now they're going to go ahead and tell you that you may have been exposed to bad information that's just like the contact tracing contact tracing means once they determine that you have covid because it's reported in through a test they're going to enter that into that nice little phone database so that everybody knows exactly who's been near you so they can take the model and blow it up at a moment's notice now not only based on covid based on the flu this is such a violation of freedom, you have no idea. And is America going to sit back and just allow it to happen? Well, I guess you can't, and I'm not even going to say the word anymore, and I'll show you why I can't say the word anymore. Representative Debbie Dingle, Debbie Dingle says blank, showing... Debbie Dingle. Now that's a name. Opposition against Michigan's stay-at-home order was inexcusable amid the COVID-19 pandemic, so you can't... You can't disagree with the government anymore. Oh, the if you humanity. Do, Protesters showing opposition against Michigan's stay-at-home order. How dare those little lemmings come out of their home and go to the state capitol in Michigan and protest. It's inexcusable, according to Debbie Dingle. Amid the... Oh, Bringing hate and fear into a time that's already full of fear and anxiety is just unacceptable, according to this Luciferian witch. I love getting morality lessons from Satan. I just, I eat it up like cotton candy. I just, I love it so much. Inexcusable. If you try to go back, here's Owen Schroyer's Twitter page yesterday because he tried to organize something that was going to fight back and they banned them all the warnings we have been giving you is now in front of us the guidance is as real as orwellian as freedom restricting 
as anyone could have ever imagined. This was an ultimate deception against America. And just remember, the old, taken, just remember, the old Trumpster is the one that's going along with this in lockstep. He's not doing anything to fight it. I've been talking about this in earnest since last January when the, when the gloves really came off and the fangs really started showing. Yes, he's going to throw a bone here and there and to appease his base and say that he's against this. And he's going to say, oh, no, no, I want to get back to where we're going to have stadiums full of people at Alabama games like he did. And then that appeases his base. And then everybody just goes back to sleep because they think he's going to fight for them. He has no power to fight for them. He's a figurehead at this point. But he's going to still try to tell you what you want to hear. Of course, if, if you were Satan, wouldn't you want somebody, a figurehead in place that would appease the conservatives and the Christians and the 501c3 pastors and get you duped into thinking that he's still fighting for you? Well, of course you would. COVID-19 expanded their terminology now to include all influenzas, all respiratory illness, and based on that model and the rise or fall of cases of anything within that category, they can choose to lock down or not lock down. Mm -hmm. For things up until this point that had no impact on society, no impact on economy, things continued on and people were there to take care of themselves. Well, the government now has stepped over that and mm -hmm. chosen to put the rules there for you and I don't need to show you any other details and I'm going to go back to it one more time before we close just so everybody gets to see exactly what this is it is right there in symptoms cases and if you want to show anybody there's the guidelines even within the first page you will see how America has changed forever it's straight uh, it's straight off the he's showing you the website straight from the White House it's straight from there uh, and the parameters for proposed state or or regional gating criteria you have to satisfy satisfy these criteria before proceeding to the next phase and you have to have downward trajectory of influenza like illnesses reported within a 14 day 14 day period influenza like it doesn't say anything about covid 19 so now, just the flu or the cold, if you don't have a downward trajectory, and remember, they're lumping all this stuff into that now. So how are you going to get a downward trajectory when they're lumping everything into that? You know, guy dies in a car accident. That's COVID-19. There's another one in the stat. I mean, it's getting that insane. Did, Greg, didn't you tell me that? Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm going to let Greg, he just told me this right before we went to air. And I want him to explain um, what he just told me, because yes, this is this is actually happening right now. Greg, just go go ahead and um, tell me what you just said. All right, I uh, said so one lady did have COVID, but they released her to go home, and um, on her way back for a checkup, uh, she got in a car wreck and died. And even though she died in a car wreck, she did have COVID, but she died due to the car wreck. But they still listed it as COVID, and it was a nurse saying that the hospitals do this because every COVID confirmed case, they get $12,000. So yeah, she died in a car wreck, but they can get $12,000 if they put she died due to COVID. Okay, so there we have the financial incentive for them to um, also list these as COVID deaths, okay? So she had COVID-19, supposedly, and then she went, what, she was coming back for a checkup. Yeah, 
and got in a car wreck and died and enlisted the death as COVID-19, even though she died from the car wreck. That's what we're talking about here. So we're not going to see a downward trajectory because they're cooking the books. Or not any time soon. Not, unless, not until we've suffered enough. Not until we're more open to the idea of getting a vaccine. But the problem is, is that everybody knows the epicenter of this thing is Bill Gates. Okay? Everybody knows that. We're going to talk extensively about Bill Gates today. And all this stuff about, about him wanting to force this vaccine and all this other stuff. And when he's posting stuff, or when stuff is trending about him, he's getting massive, massive thumbs down, disapproval on what he's posting. So there is a large swath of the population that is waking up to this. And I believe this is why, particularly in the last year and three months, particularly since Trump really started to to, to um, overtly represent his Luciferian Rothschild masters who bailed him out of numerous bankruptcies and have covered up a lot of his sex crimes and who owns him lock, stock, and barrel and who is the one that put him into the position that he's in right now. Um, a lot of people have woke up, I believe, in the last year and three months. Uh, I've been trying to do everything I can do to do that. And as more people wake up, then you're going to see, I mean, I mean, there's a dummy account I use on Facebook just to, just to check the pulse of stuff, just to check the pulse. And I'm, I'm looking at people that aren't Christians, that aren't what, and they're posting all kinds of stuff about Bill Gates and, and this Luciferian vaccine and all. And I'm like, yeah, now that's what I'm talking about. That's what I was hoping to finally see. I'm starting to I'm starting to see that because I want to have my try to have my pulse on on those types of things. They don't like that. And I think that's why you're seeing this unbelievable luciferian push to get us to comply, to take away any avenue of getting the truth out there. And in all of these unbelievably draconian measures they're starting to set into place because they realize if they let things keep going in the way they're going and more and more people get woke up then their agenda is at risk so i, I think it's a combination of all these things here veiled three phases of lies deception deceit and they have literally banned information that is now validated by the very government that is locking us up. Changing our freedoms based on what they have now bundled into influenza-like illnesses. If you missed that yesterday, you missed everything. That's the truth. That's the reality. And that's the plan. So until next time, if you haven't subscribed to my channel. Okay, so we, we have that. And, and again, just to reiterate, you know, that was a $12,000 incentive. I've heard that. He's not, the, he's not the first person I've heard that from, that they've got, these hospitals have financial incentives to, you know, oh, COVID-19, oh, we get this. Well, again, that fulfills the agenda. They get money. They're, 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 rep, they're representatives of the medical pharma cartel. They're all about money. Let's face it. They are. They are. Yeah, they want to make it rain with that, with that COVID-19 money. And so they've got a ton of financial incentive to do. And the, and the world government sit back saying, good little boy, good little boy. Keep marking down that COVID-19. Keep bumping those stats up. 
because then we can just go to the public every single day. Oh, another 4,500, another 5,000 people died. It's getting worse every day. We gotta, you gotta give up more of your rights. It's not working. That's what's going on, as far as I can see. Now, good old Davy boy, good old Davy boy Hodges, finally, finally, finally seen the light, evidently. Now, I don't know, maybe he'll be right back on the Trump train next week. I've, I've seen it happen before. But he's finally angry over this. He's finally kind of saw the light. I started emailing him over a year ago on all the stuff with Trump. He didn't really want to hear it. Now, Glenn Kennedy, the same way. Don't really want to hear it. I'm, I, I emailed other people. I got like over 100 pages of stuff on Trump at this point. It's ridiculous. Two different files on him. Just documentation, basically. It's, it's, it goes so far back, too. I mean, it, the history, you know. He's never been a choir boy. He's, he's always been a slime bag okay associated with the most evil wicked people but they didn't evidently know he's he's the he's the anointed man of god and he's gonna he's gonna bail us out and all that well now dave's finally come around evidently they finally come around and this is his report i'm just gonna read you some of it then i'm gonna play brief audio from him so you can hear it right out of his own mouth trump and the COVID 19 team are successfully carrying out the most successful coup in world history I, I cannot legally go to a Christian church with even common sense restrictions in place now, such as social distancing and perhaps even wearing a face mask. Yeah, think about that. You can't even go to a church unless it's a drive-in church and the cars are, are within proper social distancing. And that didn't even work down in Mississippi. And I'll play that clip as well if we ever get to it. This is probably going to be about a nine- 100 hour study today i don't even know how long it's gonna be i know i'm exaggerating sorry but it's just it's ridiculous how much content i've got to try to get through i i hope to be done by daybreak anyway um oh yeah the, oh they, they let the mosques go oh yeah they, nothing about the mosque oh okay well that that makes sense because they gotta they gotta target the churches uh but all of this insanity, and a lot of it is, is I think I do really believe a lot of the social distancing from a satanic, Luciferian angle would be to keep other Christians from gathering together so that they can pray and worship God, okay? And whether, and I'm taking the 501c3 thing out of it, okay? I know that's an important factor, but... There's a certain dynamic, obviously, that takes place when you have other Christians coming together and praying and worshiping God together. Obviously, you know, that's a good thing, okay? Now, if they're getting fed a bunch of lies and lukewarm, you know, that's a whole other subject. But they're, that's that all needs to be done away with. And they've done it. They've already done it. I think it was more because people thought, oh, it'll just be temporary. It'll just be for a few weeks and then we'll be back in church. Now I'm showing you that it's not looking that way anymore. It's not looking that way. I mean, unless you finally get your vaccine, unless everybody, and, I'm, and I, I dare I shudder to say, I believe the vast majority of people that would attend a 501c3 church would line up for the coming vaccine. Unless there's some type of mass awakening going on. And I, I, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. And I do see a lot of people waking up to this. So it's a real double-edged sword here. 
Because as they get more draconian, as they get more overtly evil with their actions, it's opening people's eyes up. And again, if we're praying about this, oh God, please open their eyes in, in, in hearts and their ears and, so that they can, and then God's doing that, then they've got to they've try to advance their Luciferian agenda quicker because too many people are waking up. So it's not all negative, okay? Uh, but boy, man, they're they're doing stuff. I, I mean, can you imagine me doing this report just like, you know, early part of January? This wasn't even hardly on the radar. The outbreak, it just started Wuhan. And here we are, you know, a little bit past the middle of April and it's like, you know, police state. He goes on to say, However, I can go to a Walmart with real with no real social distancing and virtually nobody is wearing a mask. Meanwhile, Christians are fined $500 a piece for worshiping Jesus, as well as risking jail time. And I believe he's referring to the incident that took place in Mississippi. And Walmart, as a corporation, has more rights than every citizen in the United States. Why? Yeah, because they're, they're part of the New World Order Luciferian system. The First Amendment right to assemble protects the multinational corporation named Walmart. However, those same freedoms are denied to Christians. As bad as this may appear, this is the most mild of transgressions committed against the Republican and its citizens. The majority of Americans are being denied their right to, to gainful employment and the right to pay their mortgage or rent and the right to buy food on an ongoing basis, the right to pursue life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. America has allowed its economy to be destroyed, or it's being destroyed, I should say, he should say. There's no coming back from this financial calamity. Well, and again, this is this is worst case scenario. This is Doomsday Dave, okay? Now, this is like, we're all going to die and we're all going to die tomorrow, Dave, okay? So, now I'm not saying that's that couldn't happen. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that he typically writes from that perspective. In the unlikely event the economy were to be open today, it would take years to undo the heinous damage created by shutting down the economy in such a reckless fashion. Mike Adams said it best when he pointed out that we cannot just flip a switch and the economy will come back. And I agree. I mean, you, once you start moving in a certain direction, you can't just flip a switch and all of a sudden everything's, you know, perfect again. Especially when you're printing money out of thin air and there's nothing backing it. <laughs> the fascist, okay, so this is Mike Adams saying this. The fascist government has a zero interest, zero interest in helping people. The bailouts are entirely designed to bail out wealthy corporations and the banks. The only reason why money is being mailed out to the masses is in the hopes that they will use the money to pay bank loans and credit card debts. In other words, the bailouts are the government's way of bailing out the banks via the consumers who owe money to the banks. Now, I will also say that's not the only reason. Part of the reason is they're trying to keep the everybody um, placated. They're trying to keep everybody where they're not revolting and rioting in the streets. Okay, that's that's another reason they're trying to do it. But I mean, he makes a good point there as well. Even more importantly, this money isn't free. There's no such thing as free money. All fiat currency, fiat means fake, which is where you print money out of thin air, which is what we do, the Federal Reserve does. All the fiat currency money printing comes out of our pockets sooner or later via taxation or confiscation. Printing money doesn't create wealth, it destroys wealth. Every dollar sent to a bank or a corporation as part of the bailout scheme is a dollar that must be stolen from the American people one way or another. Large-scale bailouts are really nothing more than large-scale looting of the pockets of the American workers. Once the bailouts begin, everybody scrambles to get their share of the bailout in order to avoid being left behind. It's, a ra it's rational to accept bailout money if the bailouts are underway, since you need the extra cash to compensate for the erosion of the purchasing power of the dollar that's being accelerated by the bailouts themselves. In the end, everyone 
however, everyone loses as prices for consumer goods and services skyrocket due to an increased supply of fiat currency chasing a limited supply of actual goods. It's Economics 101. And that was from Mike Adams. Then Dave goes on to say, not to worry, Trump and the COVID-19 team designed an open America plan, um, which is what we just talked about in the previous video, that, um, and people are calling me and celebrating their perceived newfound freedom. I have cautioned them, not so fast have you read the details of the COVID-19 team and Trump, and which is, again, what we just covered in the previous audio. While most America is hailing Trump as the savior for the world, because America is now going to be open for business, supposedly, these people should do some fact-checking. It is true Trump stated that he can't wait to attend a sporting event with a large crowd present, like an Alabama football game. That sounded good to an enslaved nation. However, the devil is in the details as laid out by the CDC. And we showed you what a farce that was. Now, I'm going to let Dave talk about this in his own words. And, you know, according to him, he's madder than he's ever been in his life. And he's ready to, you know, go on the warpath and whatever. Box. Well, okay, let's get down to brass tacks here, shall we? Shall we talk about what's happening? You will never get into phase one for the most part. Oh, we might get there, some of us, this summer. But when the... This is the phase one of the reopening of the economy. Remember, phase one is just the initial most restrictive phase. We're not even in that one yet. Then there's phase two, phase three, and no, no mention of phase four. The one guy brought up, well, what about if we all get a vaccine? Well, I know, it's just, you know, easy there. Steady, steady she goes. <laughs> Phase four, boy, you're going to have to be in full compliance. That, that might be, you know, you got to take the mark of the beast and the vaccine and everything else. Because a lot of people are saying, well, it's the mark of the beast, this vaccine that's coming. I don't see anywhere in the Bible where, number one, it says it's got to be in your right hand or your forehead. I don't see how you're going to get a vaccine in your forehead. Or in your right hand. That's not a normal, it's not a where, you need to do it over some type of intramuscular area where the vaccine can penetrate into the muscles. That's not going to be the case in the in the right hand or the forehead. So just, I'm just thinking out loud here. I think it's a precursor to the mark of the beast. I think it's the closest thing we'll ever see to the mark of the beast. I do think it's going to change your DNA and you may not even be human anymore. True, all true. But I'm not going to say, go so far as to say it's the mark of the beast because the Antichrist and the false prophet haven't even arisen yet. We're not into the trumpets and the seal judgments. We're not in the tribulation yet because we have not met the criterion parameters for that happening. Antichrist and false prophet are not even on the world scene yet, guys. How can we be in the tribulation? There's all these biblical parameters that have not been met. So um, anyway, I just want to throw that in there cold and flu season return there'll be an uptick and you say well, wait a minute dave what do you mean cold and flu oh did i forget to mention to you that uh, they're not just measuring covid virus now they've expanded the illnesses that they're going to use as an excuse to lock you down mm -hmm. yep they've added the flu oh i'm sorry would you please go to page two when we're done and read this nonsense, page two, flu and pneumonia. So I, I just asked at Greg's work, they're already, like, in order to even go to work now, what they let off the other shift 15 minutes early, so there can't be any contact or whatever, and then I'm sure you have to maintain all safe social distancing at work. Do you have to wear a mask too? We already wear glasses and goggles, but you have to scream in people's faces 
to hear because of the loud machine and banging and clanging. So I don't know what it oh, is. Oh, yeah. They'll probably make you wear a mask. And then he's got to go in and get his temperature taken before going in on every ship. And again, I, and I hate to say this, this is just the new normal. And the thing is, is what's so unbelievably satanically i guess hilarious about this is the new world order wants to kill you and yet they're doing this all under the guise of we care so much which is the exact opposite they want you to die yet they're taking your temperature because they care so much and then what happens if your temperature's like elevated you got to go home, home yeah. well what what does it got to be does it, i mean what if it's like uh 99 degrees what if it's like whatever How, what's the parameter do you know i think it's 100 degrees on I mean, you could you could come in from a hot summer day and your temperature is going to be elevated. Yeah. Get out of your car or whatever and walk in. <laughs> but this is this is the new normal that that we're moving toward right now. Like symptoms. I thought the flu was different than the COVID virus, but because they're not getting the numbers they want, they're lumping everything together, so they can show this winter when the flu season starts, September, October, November, an uptick. And if there's an uptick, you have to still maintain strict social distance guidelines, right. non-essential businesses. Which are, would keep us in that, I guess, either below phase one or wherever we're at right now to phase one, no, no greater. Allowed to open. You will never get, never, read my lips, you will never get to phase one in many of your states. Oh, and the decision-making. This is bad enough, and I talked about this. I warned you this was coming. Trump is leaving it up to the governors and the mayors. So what if you're luck unlucky enough to live under Democrats who want to use this as a political tool for the election? Well, I got bad news. You will not pass go. You will not collect $200. Most of you won't get your $1,200. You're not getting your small business stimulus because the Democrats want all their social... Oh, again, but you're blaming the Democrats. Republicans, Democrats, they're on two sides of the same wicked coin. I understand there's some exceptions to the rules. And I understand the Republicans are supposed to represent conservatism and the Democrats. But listen, at the end of the day, they're using the Democrats to beta test all this to eventually bring it into everywhere, unfortunately. I mean, Trump's supposedly a born-again Christian, right? But he's never, ever asked forgiveness from God and represents the evangelicals and has Paula White as his spiritual advisor, right? That witch, a man, anointed man of God, according to Mark Taylor and all the other false prophets. Nonsense in it. Yeah, we have been basically handed one big poop sandwich. Dave. My, 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 Dave, what language? This was not a document of progress in dealing with a virus. This was a document of continued enslavement in a rigged game. Yep. Read it. Come back and challenge me and tell me that I'm wrong. That's it for the Common Sense Show. It's so amazing because when Dave finally gets on, on, on the right track, and he's been on the wrong track for so long regarding Trump, and I tried to tell him, but now that he's on that, now it's like, you know, try to tell me I'm wrong. I've been, Dave, I've been trying to tell you this about Trump for like, you know, a year and three months, dude. I mean, you haven't listened to anything I've told you. I've given you all this proof. I just finally stopped. I just, I stopped. I stopped a long time ago. I'm like, I'm not going to cast my pearl, you know, the whole thing about that. I'm not going to just keep 
slamming my head against i i just stopped because nobody in alternative media wanted to hear what i had to say about this it didn't matter how much documentation i put in their lap but now it's like they're finally being put in a position where they're forced to confront this and deal with this which i think is great i really do to a certain extent there are advantages to more of the facade of trump coming off please share this far and wide and I mean far and wide. Every American needs to know this isn't about COVID-19. They say the words, co they say flu-like symptoms. So you don't even have to have the flu. You just have to have the symptoms. Yeah. Flu-like symptoms and COVID virus. Yep. It didn't say or. We've been had. And unless you're willing to share this, and we need to make this exponentially explode, maybe 10 people, maybe this is who you expose this to, but every one of you need to do your part. Otherwise, ladies and gentlemen, you're looking at your new normal. It's called enslavement. This is feudalism. When you can't work, and the government's giving you a pittance, and you have no chance of ever digging out, you have very little chance of even feeding your family six months down the road, that's called feudalism. This is what you're living under now. You've had capitalism. You've had the republic form of government stripped away from you. It is gone. This has been a coup d'etat, an invasion of the United States. Your civil liberties are gone. Your right to make a living is gone. Gone. And if you saw the last broadcast, you'll say there's never a plan to return to normal. It's phase three with still restrictions in it. That's the last phase. Do you think this should motivate everyone to share this particular piece of information? Okay, you can just say, hey, Dave Hodges, he might be a raving lunatic, but this one time, this guy is right. He is right on the money. I have never believed something I've presented since I've been doing this work, fighting against John McCain and going in the media as an advocate for my community, who are trying to steal my property and that of my neighbors. 2003 is when I started. And I have never said anything more sincere and more accurate than what I'm saying right here. This is why I decided to compose myself. If I come on here like some talk show host and the veins stick out of my head and I'm screaming and spraying my COVID germs all over my camera, no one's going to take me seriously. This is why I remain calm and controlled. I'm not swearing, although I will tell you this, I'd love to walk off camera and just explode. Because I do need an emotional release from this deception. We have been conquered. And people are so stupid they don't even realize it. Once you have seen this video, and once you've gone and read page two, in the rebound pre-phase statistics. And you well, again, the thing about calling people stupid, though. I could say the same thing about him for the last year and three, three months. Dave, you've been so stupid. I, I don't think that's a good way to approach your listener base, is to call them stupid because they're not at the same whatever level as you are, okay? I could say the same thing about him. And now all of a sudden, he's off the Trump train. He's even got a video now that says, I'm off the train. And now he's the smartest guy in the room again, okay? And everyone's stupid who hasn't, well, I mean, it's just the hypocrisy of the whole thing it's just it's a little much see that the flu has been added in what i'm saying to you is undeniable undeniable 
my independent media colleagues are just catching on to this. Just catching on to this. <laughs> I've been trying to I tell this guy for a year and three months and a lot of other people. They're just catching on. Coming over my backyard today. Oh yeah, we had social distancing. He's a former CEO of a large corporation. He invented a couple of very significant things you'd be familiar with, but uh, so I'm not going to out him here. He said to me, Dave, I think there's some bull crap going on here, but I can't quite put my finger on it. So he and uh, my wife and myself, we had about a 20, 30 minute conversation. He was not a listener to my show prior to this. He says, I am now. This was what got him. I said, they're never letting us out. And he retired from his CEO of a prominent, very prominent company to where he does other work that's like his hobby, enjoys it. He says, the, the, he could see this is the end of his business too. The end of his freedom. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not willing to get into the fight, I, I don't even know what to tell you. There, there's nothing I can put out in front of you that can be worse than what I've already said. Oh, yeah, there is. Because as people protest, <laughs> see, then you go into martial law. And I wrote an article on Thursday, and I released one today. Under emergency martial law, what can they do to you? Oh, just go go to thecommonsenseshow.com and look at this. Anything they want. Now, that would be much worse than what we're talking about today. What we're talking about today are parameters. What we're talking about today are, are taking away a, a lot of your liberty and rights. But it could get worse was the point I was trying to make if these executive orders kick in. Articles. And you'll say, OMG. Yeah. Please share this far and wide. Give us a thumbs up. Okay, so I'm going to try to squeeze one more video in here, and um, let's roll this one. Okay, I'm going to squeeze this last video in because I really believe this relates a lot to what we just covered. And this has been a video that's been sent to me by a lot of listeners and played a lot in the last, you know, well, it came out on April 13th or whatever. And it's, it's entitled, United States is Over, Trump Hands It Over to FEMA. We're going to connect the dots for anybody who has ears to hear. Some people are going to want to dispute this, but we're not going to argue with anyone. This is what's going on. There is no Q. There is no anonymous that has any information about this government or anything else that's going on. They have been leading you down a path of lies. All to hide the truth. And here's what's really going on. FEMA has more power than the President of the United States or the Congress. It has the power to suspend laws, move entire populations, arrest and detain citizens without a warrant, and hold them without trial. It can seize property, food supplies, transportation systems, and can suspend the Constitution. When a state of emergency is declared, Executive Order 11921 allows the Federal Emergency Preparedness Agency to develop plans to establish control over the mechanisms of production and distribution of energy sources, wages, salaries, credit, and the flow of money in the U.S. financial institution in any undefined national emergency. It also provides that when a state of emergency is declared by the President, Congress cannot review this action for six months.
Now, with the understanding that after Trump signed the National Emergency Declaration, FEMA took over. Now, this is March 13th. And Congress can't review it for six months. 2020. Listen to what he's going to say now. This is right after he signed the National Emergency into effect. It is only the beginning of what we're really doing, and now we're in a different phase. This is only the beginning of what we're really doing because what they're really doing is putting everything in place to start the new world order. Now we're in a different phase. The different phase that he's speaking of is that he is no longer president and he has given full power over to FEMA when he signed the National Emergency Declaration. Now he's still the figurehead president, which is kind of what he always was before anyway, but now it's really figurehead. Now it's the medical pharma cartel and the FEMA. They're the ones that are really, really out in front calling the shots. I think Trump was given a certain amount of latitude when he first got into office um, to appease his base. I really do. I, I mean, like I said, I always gave Trump credit where credit was due. And I, I exposed him when he was doing pure evil. And it's just gotten so much more so since last, uh, it was last January, not this January, but the January before that, that he really, really, the, the mask came off. And I've given you the reasons for that and those teachings I did back then. We had some very old and obsolete rules. Old and obsolete rules. Those old and obsolete rules are also known as the Constitution of yeah. the United States. Yeah. That we like the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, those are old and obsolete. Had to live with it, worked on I mean, is any of this constitutional what we're doing right now? Like the Bill of Rights, and Con isn't that going against all those founding documents, those types? Well, yeah, it is. Well, those are the old and obsolete things that are being done away with right now. And all of our freedoms and liberties are being slowly stripped from us. And they're beta testing us to see how much we'll put up with. Certain circumstances, but not under mass circumstances, but not under mass circumstances. Under mass circumstances is being under FEMA rule. They were there for a long time. They were in place for a long time, and we're breaking them down now. We're breaking them down now. They're definitely breaking them down because the Constitution is suspended. And they're very usable for certain instances, but not for this. Not for this. Because they can't go forward with their plan with the Constitution, our constitutional rights still intact. To unleash the full power of the federal government. To unleash the full power of the federal government in this effort today, I am officially declaring a national emergency. I am officially declaring a national emergency. So he is officially telling us in a coded message that we are now under the rule of FEMA, no longer having a president. Fast forward to March 19, 2020, in the FEMA National Response Coordination Center. Well, Mr. President, Vice President, thank you for, for being here. So now we're at March 19th at the FEMA National Response Coordination Center. They're around this big round table, and this, this is what we're hearing. really appreciate your visit uh, to FEMA. I think uh, your visit really, uh, as you indicated last week, uh, by signing the national emergency, uh, has really empowered FEMA, has really empowered FEMA, has really empowered FEMA. And he just made the declaration that FEMA is empowered, has really empowered FEMA. Has really empowered FEMA. Fast forward to April 10th, 2020, in plain words, it's been my great honor to have been their president. Past tense. Uh, the American people have been so disciplined. It's been my honor to be their president. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll say it always. It's been, it's been my great honor to have been their president. And Doesn't that almost sound like past tense? It's been my great honor to, to have been their president.
been, been their president. Not, I'm so honored to be your president, to have been. It's past tense. It is, it is weird, you gotta admit. It's been my great honor to have been their president and have been their president, have been their president. Uh, I have a big decision coming up and I only hope to God that it's the right decision, but it'll be based hope to Lucifer. on um, the input from a lot of very talent, talented people, very smart people, and people that love our country. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, isn't yeah. that weird? And that's how he left the stage. It's been my great honor to have been your president. That's all past tense. Now, I don't know if, if that's where, I wonder if that's where he, the, the presidential seal was gone on front of the podium. I, I, I couldn't see it there, but it's, it's at there at the White House where he's saying this. So I'm just telling you, <laughs> it's, <laughs> things are really ramping up here. Actually will not be making any more decisions. This group of people that he says will be helping him make decisions are the ones that are making decisions now because it is FEMA that is making the decisions. And as you can hear in this live briefing, Trump obviously does not know what's going on because he said you should have let us know when Mike Pompeo said we're in a live exercise, a live exercise. Pompeo says this is a live exercise. And what you'll hear in the background is Donald Trump say... And I think he's referring... The live exercise is this whole COVID-19 response debacle evil agenda that's being set in place right now. I think that's what they're referring to here. Because Fauci's in the background and I mean, it's got to be that. You should have let us know. This is not about retribution. This matters going forward. We're in a, we're in a live exercise here to get this right we we need to make sure that even so it's weird because yeah trump is literally on the side like interrupting him he should have let us know which is so weird you just don't normally see that we're in a live exercise here to get this right we we we're in a we're in a live exercise here to get this right we we we're in a we're in a live and again exercise. if you're watching this you'll see him saying it uh, Again, I'm, I'm playing the audio, but you can watch the video. I give you the link for it. Here, to get this right, we, we... Does he sound like a man that's in control of anything anymore? He, he just looks like he has just lost his best friend in all of these videos that we're seeing now ever since he signed the National Emergency Declaration. I'm sure most of us thought that FEMA was created to help people in disasters. But here's the truth about FEMA. FEMA was created in a series of executive orders. A presidential executive order, whether constitutional or not, becomes law simply by its publication in the Federal Registry. Congress is bypassed. Executive Order 12148 created the Federal Emergency Management Agency that is to interface with the Department of Defense for civil defense planning and funding. An emergency czar was appointed. Executive Order 12656 appointed the National Security Council as the principal body that should consider emergency powers. This allows the government to increase domestic intelligence and surveillance of U.S. citizens and would restrict the freedom of movement within the United States and grant the government the right to isolate large groups of civilians. That's where we're at right now, people.
We are all being told what to do, where we can and can't go. The National Guard could be federalized to seal all borders and take control of U.S. airspace and all ports of entry. Executive Order 10990 allows the government to take over all modes of transportation and control of highways and seaports. Executive Order 10995 allows the government to seize and control the communications media. Executive Order 10997 allows the government to take over all electrical power, gas, petroleum, fuels, and minerals. Executive Order 10998 allows the government to take over all food, resources, and farms. Executive Order 11000 allows the government to mobilize civilians into work brigades under government supervision. Executive Order 11001 allows the government to take over all health, education, and welfare functions. Executive Order 11002 designates the Postmaster General to operate a national registration of all persons. That's where your census comes in. If I was you... Hmm. I'd, I'd try to avoid that one, if I was you. The old census, it's not illegal, you know. I gave you that report before, I'm just telling you. Executive Order 11003 allows the government to take over all airports and aircraft, including commercial aircraft. Executive Order 11004 allows the Housing and Finance Authority to relocate communities build new housing with public funds, designate areas to be abandoned, and establish new locations for populations. Executive Order 11005 allows the government to take over railroads, inland waterways, and public storage facilities. Executive Order 11051 specifies the responsibility of the Office of Emergency Planning and gives authorization to put all executive orders into effect in times of increased international tensions and economic or financial crisis. Executive order Which they've created through all this. 11310 grants authority to the Department of Justice to enforce the plans set out in executive orders to institute industrial support, to establish judicial and legislative liaison, to control all aliens, to operate penal and correctional institutions. And Executive Order 11049 assigns emergency preparedness function to federal departments and agencies consolidating 21 operative executive orders issued over a 15-year period. We are Americans, part of something larger than ourselves for two centuries this is bush bush uh senior and i think this is where he talks about the new world order and this truly is all these executive orders ceding power over to fema all of these things were were just and this this staged plan pre-planned crisis all of it's leading us into this new world order and most likely world war three we're going to see that in conjunction with all of this in order to bring maximum order out of chaos all kind of stuff and i'm not even getting into that today on on all the stuff that's being done about china and how war could be imminent and I, I, stuff about the the not the draft being reinstituted but that the draft boards are being said. You you want to have all your hiring and staffing all done. You want to make sure that when that when the time is called upon, that you're ready to go. All the stuff about China. I mean, lots of stuff. And will it be? Oh, China, you released this bioweapon, even though it was made at Chapel Hill, 
and then brought over by a, a scientist that you know a chinese scientist from wuhan to the wuhan bio bio um, hazard lab where they tweaked it with hiv and sars inserts and then released it into into their own populace who had conveniently been vaccinated six months prior to that with only god knows what in order to make sure that the that this COVID 19 was going to have maximum impact plus not only that then they had 25 20 000 base stations being 5g base stations being installed there in wuhan china at the same time the only place on earth that wuhan was the actual test bed city and it's where we've had the worst outbreak epicenter for it all that's not a coincidence but it will be a facade of a war if we go to china i believe uh but there's got to be good excuses for the public to get on board with it especially the conservatives if that's where this is all heading not only that if you're in war a lot of times you're more amiable to giving up more and more of your rights because you're like oh we're in war we've got to do whatever it takes to sis boom ba rah 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 get behind the, the president he's there and it distracts you from all the other things being taken away from you i'm not saying that's what's happening right now i'm saying it could though like i've always said world war three was probably going to play a very very pivotal part in us finally getting into that seven-year tribulation and the antichrist and false prophet arising okay and being coming as the facade of a man of peace that has everything figured out creating some type of covenant with israel and the rest of the world in order to have some kind of seven-year peace plan some derivation of that in order to get us into the tribulation period these are biblical things i'm talking about here and i know that people could argue one way or another but I've, I've talked about this a lot over the years. We've done the hard work of freedom. And tonight, we lead the world in facing down a threat to decency and humanity. What is at stake is more than one small country. It is a big idea, a new world order, where diverse nations are drawn together in common cause to achieve the universal aspirations of mankind, peace and security, freedom and the rule of law. Such is a world worthy of our struggle and worthy of our children's future. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, <laughs> governs the conduct of nations when we are successful and we will be and we will be not at this juncture but we will be soon not at, but not at this juncture anyway I'll talk. we have a real chance at this new world order in order i love it because he's got slits from top to bottom in his eyes literal slits from top to bottom in his eyes you know but I'm sure he's not some type of weird reptilian Luciferian bloodline or anything, you know, that I've talked about extensively in times past. I'm sure that he really wants what's best for us. In which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. Hopefully this has opened some of your eyes so that you can see where we're at in this timeline. This is true. This is what's going on. These are facts. Y'all have a blessed day. Me, personally, I need more convincing. I'm just, I haven't heard enough yet. Well, okay. 
I'm going to give myself another, I don't know, three to four parts where we're going to further convince you and myself of what's going on today. So God bless you and we will see you in part two.